0: Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey friends, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. So I'm in my brand new office. Eclipse season came and completely uh, upended my life. So if the sound is a little tinny this week, I apologize. And I will be working on getting the sound just right in the coming uh, weeks. But I wanted to make sure I got you the Astrocast and some things came up yesterday that were out of my control and thus kept me from delivering the Essential Astrocast to you on Monday as promised. If you're new to me, I'm Veronica Peretti, and I'm an astrologer, I'm a yoga teacher, and I love reality TV, and I've been studying astrology for a lot of my life, and now I actually help people learn um, how to use their charts to take action in their lives, which is the most exciting thing to me, is seeing people actually use their chart, use the astrology, and helping it... um, push their lives forward. And in that way, my life has been pushed forward with the eclipse season. And I moved last week on the new moon and, um, Yeah. So I've had a lot of big life changes in the last week. Um, and of course the eclipses made way for that. And of course the astrology leading up to the eclipses made way for that. So it wasn't a change that happens in one week. It was a change that really happened over the course of several months, which led to the big moments last week. So, um, All right. So let's dive into how the astrology is impacting all of us on a collective level. Now, mind you that you have to really look at your own chart to see where these energies are playing out for you. But we generally know on a collective level how the energies play. Um, So think about how the eclipses have impacted you. Think about what stories are being sussed out in your life right now? Is it something with your home, like me? Is it something with your career? Is it something in your relationship? A lot of people are feeling that the eclipses impacted their relationships, and that's because we had eclipses in Capricorn and Cancer. Capricorn represents the father, Cancer represents the mother, so inevitably our masculine feminine energy in our life, in our relationships, in our families are all going to be impacted. Furthermore, we had mercury in cancer retrograde, well, in Leo and cancer, but mostly cancer. So now mercury has left retrograde. It's moving direct. But it is still in what we call the shadow period. So it's still, it's for the third time going through those degrees that it had retrograded through. So it's still in cancer and it's gonna be leaving cancer this week and going back into Leo again and then it'll really start to pick up momentum and, and start moving forward. Now yesterday I had some unexpected weird communication things happening and that was why I couldn't come to you guys because I had this email that made me freak out and I had to call the bank and blah, 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 blah. Very Mercury retrograde, right? So misunderstandings, getting an email, unexpected, not knowing what's going on. Very Mercury retrograde. Felt like Mercury retrograde. And that's because Mercury is still in its shadow period. It's not completely done with us. So while everyone is uh, celebrating like, yay, Mercury is direct, you know, we're still in that shadow period and we still have to um, just be cognizant of your... Of your communication, of what messages are coming through to you, how you're speaking to others, how others are speaking to you, take deep breaths, hold your tongue, try not to um, create more confrontation than you have to. Um, so that is what's going on with Mercury. This is a really nice week, and I and I'm really excited for this week because I think this week is an integration of the eclipses. This is an opportunity for us to feel into how the eclipses have had an effect on our lives. And for some of us, like myself, the eclipses have had a profound effect. I moved out of the apartment I had lived in for 14 years for my pretty much my whole adult life. So, this week is really an opportunity to feel into the aftermath of the eclipse. So often when eclipses happen, we feel, um, even as astrologers, we feel a little bit uh, sideswiped. There's always something unexpected that we didn't see coming. So you kind of need a down period after the eclipse, a couple of weeks, just to integrate it, to process it. Now this one had a lot of emotional content to it because cancer is um, a water sign and it rules our emotions, especially emotions related to our family. So, this week we've got a Scorpio moon for a good three days, and I think that's gonna give us an opportunity to process the lingering emotions and integrate the lessons that we learned. Um, so that's something I'm really happy about. And the other thing is we've got this sun in Leo, and the sun in Leo is really all about letting yourself shine, having some fun. And I don't think that um, we are emphasizing having fun enough because there is so much darkness in the world. And I was sharing this in my yoga class on Monday. I really feel that we all need to take a step back. And while there is so much darkness in the world and why there are lots of things to be angry about, for our own you know, self-care, we need to allow ourselves to receive the goodness too and leo is really about the goodness it's really like a well balanced leo is the most generous person so generosity abundance we often think about the the concept of giving but true true abundance is being able to give and being able to receive without any stickiness right? So I want you to think about how can you practice receiving the goodness that you do have in your life and that is coming to you. Um, Jupiter is in a lot of the astrology this week and Jupiter is the bringer of gifts and good luck and abundance, is the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. So I want you to really sit with where are you receiving goodness? Where are you receiving blessings? Can you put more of your hearts and your minds and your energy on those things. Not to say that you can't be angry, not to say that you can't go out there and protest and give to great causes that are fighting for gun control and all of the other issues in our society that really need to be dealt with. I'm not saying don't deal with them. I'm just saying give yourself space and time to also be with the goodness. Okay, so um, I wanna go through the week and give you all of the details and all of the things you need. So last week we talked about the Yod. So the Yod is the finger of God in the sky and it is a faded thing. If you have a, you might have a Yod in your chart. I have a Yod in my chart, some people do. And it means that God is basically pointing at one planet and saying, you gotta do that. You know, your destiny is calling you to work on that planet, that planet's thing. And when there's a yacht in transit we usually don't talk about it too much but last week's was hanging out for more than a week and I felt like it was important so the yacht last week was pointing at Mars Mars is the action taker determination um, forward moving um, so it was really like okay let's pick ourselves up and get out of this eclipse because the new moon ended eclipse season that new moon in Leo was the official end of eclipse season now mercury still retrograde in cancer so we're still feeling some of the stuff of eclipse season and we're going to still feel the remnants of eclipse for a little bit. That's normal. We're also feeling that Mercury retrograde shadow. So it's like, you know, with astrology, it's not black and white. It's always gray. So you don't go from, oh, we're in Mercury retrograde. Oh, now we're out. I feel totally different. Um, there's going to be a little bit of uh, integration period. There's going to be a little bit of um, transition, like in anything. So you got to breathe through the transitions, you know, like in yoga, we talk about the transitions are actually more important than the poses. The transitions are actually where people get hurt it's because they're not paying attention. So if anything, breathing in the transitions is actually more important than breathing in the poses. Um, not that you shouldn't breathe in the poses. You got to breathe all the time or, you know, you'll pass out. So, all right, so with that, I want to say the Yod is still in transit, but it's actually shifted. So Mars has moved past, and now the sun has taken Mars to this place. So now Saturn, Neptune, they are pointing to the sun. And that basically means that we are being called to come into our identity. We're being called to take all the hard work, all the dedication, all of um, the karmic stuff that we've worked through this summer with the eclipses. Eclipses definitely bring up karma and this eclipse had Saturn in it and Saturn rules karma. So you know karma was part of the deal. So all that stuff, that all the hard work you've done, all of the stuff that you've worked with, bring that in. All your intuition, your dreams, your subconscious, um, the, the collective energy that you have participated in, that is also working with Saturn, pointing you to the sun. So all the work that you've basically done this summer, whether on emotional level, psychological level, the material level, um, within your relationships, uh, whether it's physical health, whatever you've been working on, this is the time for you to really stand in it and shine and say, Hey, I did this. I'm here. This is what I stand for. This is my dream. This is what I'm working on. This is, I'm shouting it out from the rooftops. I, you can identify that this as I am this, right? Like The sun is our ego. The sun is our identity. The sun is our life force. So how can you honor that this week? Because the finger of God, the Yod, is pointing at the sun. And so collectively that tells me, um, so firstly you can look at where Leo is in your chart and that will tell you what part of your life is being illuminated by the sun. But even if you don't know that, how can you step into your own light? How can you step into um, the light of yourself, of your true self, and let people see that? Because the sun rules Leo's, the sun is at home when it's in Leo, and the sun brings light um, and the life force, and it rules who we are when we step out of our house in the morning. So the moon, it lights up the dark, right? but the sun is like, this is what I want to be known for. This is who I am. Um, So I think the ego gets a bad rap. Leo's often get a bad rap for having big egos, but a truly balanced Leo has a healthy ego and a healthy understanding of their will and their determination and uh, their presence in a room. Right, so that's really important. Sometimes when people say, Oh wow, like so and so is a great teacher, it's not even that they necessarily have a better understanding of the information than someone else, it's the presence they bring into the room. I was talking about this yesterday or on Sunday with one of my friends, and I was saying how, um, if you see, like, I saw Oprah in person years ago, and in a room of 15,000 people, every single person in that room was, in that arena rather, was not looking at their cell phone. Every single person felt like she was talking to them. She was speaking to them personally. And in yogic terminology, we would say that that is having a huge aura. The ability to hold that space for that many people means that your aura is so strong um, and so magnetic. So that is kind of what I'm feeling this week with all of this Leo and the, and the Yod pointing to the sun. Um, I hope that inspires you to step into yourself. I hope that inspires you to get out there and play. Don't keep yourself from having fun. You know, Leo season comes at the height of summer and I feel at least in the Northern hemisphere. And to me, that feels like the perfect time to get out there, take a few days off and just enjoy your life. Can you be, with the sun, be with the sand, be with the ocean, be with, you know, your iced coffee on a bench for an extra long lunch break. Just have some fun, enjoy life, be in the present moment because that's really, um, what this is all about at the end of the day. Um, okay. So Monday, we had the Moon in Libra. Moon in Libra really wants to find harmony in relationship. It was squaring the Capricorn planets, though, and so those Capricorn planets, the node, um, Saturn, Pluto, they all had a big part in the eclipse. So yesterday, you might have been feeling a little bit of heaviness, a little bit of lingering eclipse hangover. You might have also been revisiting some arguments, conversations, Um, themes that were coming up during eclipse season. Um, But also Libra really wants peace and harmony over everything else. So that indicates to me that yesterday and today were a great opportunity to integrate Um, and process and put into action all the lessons of Eclipse season. Um, Tuesday, which is today, because I thought I was doing this yesterday when I prepared this, but then it's Tuesday, of course, and we're doing this. So Tuesday, we had the moon um, was void this morning, and then it went into Scorpio at 11.31am. It's going to be in Scorpio for most of this week. Um, it's going to move into Sagittarius at the end of the afternoon on Thursday, Eastern Standard Time. So that says to me that Scorpio is really about getting into the depths of your psyche. It's, it rules the stuff that we don't want to see, but we know it's there. If you didn't deal with any of that stuff, because you just didn't want to during eclipse season, this is the week that you're going to probably have to deal with it. Um, And I recommend dealing with it. And I recommend giving yourself space to process the stuff that did happen. I personally made this a very light week for myself work-wise, because I was like, I know that I'm going to need to settle and nest in my new home. I know that I'm going to need to process letting go of my old home. I know that I'm going to um, need to set myself up for the next step. So if you're feeling like there's some sitting with it that you haven't done, this is the week to do it. And Scorpio will help you do it. All right. Okay. So back it up a second. We're going to say, um, that there's a grand trine in water on Wednesday which is going to make you feel that integration in a very real way because the water grand trine is definitely going to put you in that emotional sphere and put you in your emotional body. If you can get to the beach or get to the pool on Wednesday that will be great for you. The sun will also be trining Jupiter which is also going to bring in those those benevolent gifts and all of that good luck. We love when The sun and Jupiter make a harmonious aspect that's always nice. Um, And it'll be the first quarter of the moon. So that basically means that when we have the first quarter of the moon, it's a great time to check in with your new moon intention and decide if you're on the right path and decide if you still want to be working on whatever that intention is. Maybe you set an intention to eat really healthy, but you're finding out that you've got a million... Um, you've got a million parties going on and you want to be social and maybe you'd rather leave a cleanse for Virgo season in September or maybe you set an intention to go to the gym every day but you realize that it's August, it's hot and this is not the time for you to do that. Whatever it is, I'm just making up some very common intentions but If they're, just check in with your intention, see if it still aligns with your values. And I really want you to encourage you with this Leo season to check in with your heart's desire and follow that because Leo rules the heart. So this is not about the head. We've spent a lot of time with Capricorn this year. This is a month to be with your heart. Okay. Yay. Thanks for the hearts on Instagram. Okay. Okay. So Friday, the moon and Jupiter will meet. Um, That's once the moon is actually already in Sagittarius. Venus trines Jupiter. That's on Thursday. I'm going a little out of order, but Venus trines Jupiter is going to be super nice. That is a really lovely aspect. It's a great date night. Um, Friday, when the moon and Jupiter meet up, that is going to be also um, a great day to just check in count your blessings Um, if you don't journal, it's a great day to write down 20 things you're grateful for. Um, and I'm saying 20 and not three and not five and not 10 because moon and Jupiter, it's like the great time to feel into all the goodness that you've got in your life. Um, and then that moon and Jupiter connection is going to trine sun and Venus. So Friday is going to be a really great day, a really great day, a really great day to expand your energy. Um, you know, if you practice yoga or meditation, um, definitely check in, check in with your, with your spiritual Nature on Friday. I think that's really important. Jupiter, you know, we always talk about it how it's good luck and all that, but it's also a very spiritually inclined planet. Rule rules Sagittarius. Sagittarians have a uh, tendency to be thought of as sort of like adventurous party animals, but Sagittarians are the philosophers of the Zodiac. Um, Sagittarius is the sign of the guru, of the teacher. So really, when we've got all this Jupiter, Venus, Sun stuff going on, feel into um, your spirit. Uh, Let's see. And then Saturday, you know, the weekend is actually when things get cooking. Next week is going to be a very different week. So Saturday, we're going to have a long void from 3.50 p.m. To through the end of the day here on the East Coast. Saturday, you know, relax, have a nice day, do whatever you do on Saturdays, right? Um, and then Sunday, the moon's going to go into Capricorn. Um, at twelve fifty a.m., so that's going to be right after midnight on Sunday, and then Sunday is that big day this week because m- Mercury retrograde is going to go into Leo. It's going to completely let go of these Cancer, this this journey it's had through Cancer since June. So all of the emotional processing and stuff. That has been coming up in your emotional life since June will finally get some relief from it. You know, one of my favorite astrologers, Ann Ortley, was saying how um, Mercury and Cancer is really tough because it makes everyone so whiny. And she had a great example about how this week, um, how Mitch McConnell, people always, you know, make fun of him and he doesn't care. And this week, someone called him Moscow Mitch and he was whining about it. And she's like, that's Mercury and Cancer all the way. So, you know, Mercury and Cancer can make us a little whiny, Um, but Mercury and Leo can make us a little into talking about ourselves, as she says. So we can really um, start to, uh, our communication and our mind will be in that Leo space. Um, The sun is obviously there, but Mercury will catch up and then we'll be feeling a little bit better, I think. Jupiter is gonna station direct on Sunday. So Jupiter has been retrograde for quite a while. So now the outer planets, um, you know, Jupiter um, and Saturn and Jupiter, Saturn's on the cusp, but anyway, regardless. So those outer planets, when they go retrograde, they go retrograde for quite some time. So I do not think it's a big deal. I do not think it impacts us. When someone says, oh, this Jupiter retrograde is really impacting me, I'm like, yeah, maybe if you're a Sagittarius and you have a ton of Sagittarian planets because you're a Sagittarius and that's your ruling planet. But for most of us, those outer planets are not going to necessarily have a huge impact when they're retrograde because they're retrograde for a lot of the year. But Sunday is really interesting because Jupiter is going to station direct and Uranus is going to station retrograde. And now while these retrogrades for the outer planets are not a big deal, when they station, it is a big deal. And the same with Mercury, Mars, Venus. When as planet stations, that is actually when we feel it the most. It's like when the – it's like the finger of God, you know. The universe is pointing to that planet and saying, pay attention to what's going on there. So on Sunday, we're going to have the universe telling us to pay attention to both Jupiter, our blessings – our spirits, our sense of um, our values, our philosophy, the law, Uranus, freedom, rebellion, the desire to innovate, the desire to beat to your own drum, um, you know, seeing things from a big picture. They're both very big picture planets, Jupiter and Uranus, both love the big picture, not the details, they're into the big picture. So really step back on Sunday and see how you feel and maybe channel your energy into that big picture thinking, that visionary thinking. Um, so that's the week. Um, I want you to really sit with identifying with what your heart wants and not what you think the world wants from you. I think that's really the main takeaway for the week. Um, so if you're new here, come on over to my website, veronicapretty.com, and uh, sign up for the Real Sign Guide. You can get my free astrology guide over there. And if you love these broadcasts and you want more of them, um, I have an Essential Astrology membership uh, hosted on Patreon. And my members get occasional bonus broadcasts. Um, I'd share charts of notable um, politicians and celebrities just because that's really fun for me and I love sharing that stuff. I'm working on one for Kamala Harris doing a sinistry chart between Kamala and the USA. So it's like a relationship chart between her chart and the chart of the USA. Uh, Anyone can have a chart, not just people. We have charts for cities and countries and events. Um, and then I also have a new moon and a full moon broadcast each month for those for those folks on Patreon. I apologize for the sound today and the extra noise. We're gonna get that um keyed in for next week, but I didn't want to wait any longer to do the broadcast. So if you have any questions, you know where to find me, veronicaparty.com, or you can always leave comments on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you watch this podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, um, and you're enjoying what you're hearing, please rate and review it so other people can find us. And I hope you have a fantastic week. Lots of love. See you soon.